Why do we work hard to solve small problems? Why do we reinvent ourselves and our clients over and over? And why are we giving away marketing strategy for free? It's time to bring home bigger paychecks. It's time to create the lifestyle we deserve and to make a greater impact. This is the Fractional CMO Show, and I'm Casey Stanton. Join me as we explore this growing industry and learn to solve bigger problems. Hey, it's Casey, and in this episode, I want to talk about what skills does a fractional CMO need? Maybe you've been wondering if you've got the skills that are required to be a successful fractional CMO. If so, great question. Not everyone has what it takes to be a fractional CMO. So let's talk about it. What skills do you need? Well, I think you need a little bit of experience in marketing. How much? It's a good question, right? So if you're inside of a marketing agency or you own an agency um, or you've helped a company grow over the last few years and you've gotten to see a lot of the different kind of permutations of how marketing looks, you know a little bit about marketing collateral, like brochures and kind of the boring stuff, right? Maybe you have an understanding of branding. Cool, not necessary, but cool. But really, you've seen how marketing can impact a business, I can't give you a time, like a time requirement. How many months or how many years do you need to have experience in marketing? Uh, I learned from a fire hose, right? I drank from a fire hose when I was first at an agency and I learned a ton. Now, I didn't learn anything about finance. I didn't learn anything about greater business operations, but I certainly learned very quickly how marketing strategy can be deployed in different businesses and what works and what doesn't. And I started to kind of surmise Um, some kind of heuristics around that, right? I kind of knew like, oh, um, a call team, like a call center or a staff of openers and closers is really helpful when you're selling certain product types. Okay, that's cool. Oh, webinars kind of work for this audience. Okay, that's interesting. SEO is pretty important for this type of audience. You know, some things are uh, good targets for SEO, like some business models, some are not. You just kind of like need to understand these different tools and see where they're useful, but you certainly don't need to be an expert really in any single tool. I'm certainly not an expert in any of the disciplines of marketing. I am not an expert. There are far and away many people who are smarter and better than me at all different types of marketing, copywriting, media buying, funnel building, whatever it is. There's people that are just much better than me. So what makes a fractional CMO different? What skills do they need? Well, they need, they need a, first of all, I would say they need an ability to focus on the biggest problem, like identify the biggest problem and solve it. You know, we've got this mantra here, which is solve bigger problems. That's one of the biggest things that a fractional CMO needs. And it's not just kind of like a passing thought. This is a deep commitment. This is a commitment to solving bigger problems. When you solve bigger problems, you win bigger paychecks. But it's easy to say, oh yeah, I'm a strategist. I've talked to so many people that say that. They're like, yeah, I wanna be a strategist, I'm a strategist. And then they give you half-baked strategy and they don't walk around the problem and they don't consider the different issues that arise with their solution. The bigger the problem is that you solve, isn't necessarily harder, right? The the problem isn't necessarily harder for you to work on. Maybe it is, maybe sometimes it's, it's, it's super difficult. But really what's different is the downstream effects that you just have to consider. So if we do this thing, what does that mean for our current vendors? What does that mean for our staff? What does that mean we have to hire? What does that mean for the future? What are we thinking about as the implication of a Q4 increase in CPM, 
right? If we move to a full ad strategy or a full Facebook ad strategy, these are the things that you just have to consider. So you have to be able to think big picture. I think we're all kind of drawn back down to, um, I mean, some of us maybe are drawn back down to like, what's tactical, what's reality, what can I actually do? And that's cool. You got to get, you got to get from the big idea down to the implementation, right? And, and lead a team to implement. But you need to find yourself kind of pushing yourself just back up, up, up to solving the big problem. And oftentimes the solution to a big problem is hiring someone or giving someone a project or delegating something effectively. The solution isn't you doing the work. It's like rarely as a fractional CMO to ever do the work yourself. So you have to have a desire, excuse me, an ability to focus on the biggest problem. And it's a muscle. It's a muscle. The next, you have to like enjoy seeing people succeed. I've always loved this word, and I don't really know how to pronounce it. Um, I think the, it's pronounced mudita, which means joy, especially sympathetic or vicarious joy, or the pleasure that comes from delighting in other people's well-being. I think it's a quality that you need to have. You can live in this world of scarcity, or you can live in this world of abundance, or you just experience joy in helping build other people. You know that they might only work for your client for the next few months or the next few years or maybe the rest of their life. You might only work with that client for a little while or maybe a whole, a whole lot of time, right? Years. But you want to build people up. You want to build people up and help them on their career. You have this incredible opportunity as a fractional CMO to build a deep bench, a strong bench of team players, and then build them up. Build them up by encouraging them to take vacations and use their vacation days ensuring that they're getting the education that they need to become more valuable and for them to solve bigger problems. You're helping them kind of identify their own like roadblocks and helping them overcome them. And you do that maybe just with the managers that are direct reports to you as a fractional CMO, but you create that ethos and it's a downstream effect. That's really, that's really it. This is all kind of starts with mindset and desire. You want to help people succeed. You want to help your entrepreneurs. Right? You need to be cool helping entrepreneurs and watching them be very successful. If your entrepreneur that you're serving is going to make a million dollars a year, $5 million a year, whatever the number, you want to help them with that. You're there kind of as a servant to serve them. Now, you're going to get paid well for that, but you're there to help them. And if that feels right to you, then being a fractional CMO could be a good fit for you. But let's talk about some other hard skills that you need. One hard skill that you need, I think, is at least a pretty solid understanding of copywriting. I think all marketing can kind of come down to, does the person get copywriting or not? Not, are they a great copywriter? Are they an A-list copywriter? Have they written a control for, you know, um, some major publisher? You know, have they worked for Agora? None of that stuff matters. What matters is that you can understand the problem the prospect has, where they fall on, let's say, Eugene Schwartz's five stages of awareness. Do they know they have a problem? Are they aware of a solution? Are they aware of your client's solution? Right? Pretty simple. And can you write something pithy and attention-grabbing that kind of like satisfies the urge the person has to solve a problem? Can you write to the desire that they have to feel younger, look more beautiful, have more power, whatever the thing is? 
Can you do that? Can you understand when someone writes correctly to that or not? If you can't, then you really need to spend a little bit of time on copywriting. There's great resources for that. I mean, the list is long. Um, you could look at things like uh, copychief.com with Kevin Rogers. Kevin's a friend, and he just does an incredible job teaching people copy. Um, I'm a paying member of CopyChief. I've been there for a long time. I've got trainings of my own inside of CopyChief, but I continue to pay because it's just good to be around copywriters. I just think it's a smart group of people. So copywriting is important. Next one, media buying. You should understand media buying. You should get into the ad platforms and get it. Right? If you're going to hire someone to do it, which you ought to, you should spend a lot of time with you know, yourself over their shoulder, kind of watching every step. So you really understand media buying. Do you understand what lead to impression is? Do you understand what conversion rate is? Do you have an emotional kind of connection to the quality of a lead that hits a lead form versus a web page and opting into a more traditional form? I think that's pretty helpful. Funnel building. Funnel building is incredibly useful. You need to know how to build funnels. Now, like the shortcut to funnel building is get on click funnels and just import a bunch of different funnels and, you know, spend time there. And you can do that, right? But there's just some basic logic to funnels. There's like the traditional Ryan Dice funnel of the opt-in to $7 tripwire, which I hate that name, to a $49 core offer to a $197, um, what does he call that? You know, it's whatever the next step is, uh, profit maximizer or something. And that's like a very traditional education model. Right? And then there's the Joel Irways of the world that kind of flip that and go high ticket first, then kind of build someone up low ticket if they say no to the high ticket. There's the direct-to-call offers. There's all sorts of different offers that just generally work in different markets. You should just have an understanding of what they are and, and how they work. You should understand the psychology behind them. These aren't magic tricks. This isn't like someone's withholding the reason why. It's very logical. It makes sense. When I did my book launch... Um, I thought long and hard about what offer to run. And, you know, I looked at competing models for launching a book. And, you know, I settled on one where I got people the ebook as quickly as possible because I knew that that solved the problem, which is get the education as quickly as possible. And if you don't have my book, just grab it at cmox.co slash book. You want people in some scenarios to get the education as quickly as possible. That's what I want with the book, right? That makes sense. Other times you want to really kind of push people along and make them kind of dream and desire about your product and then, you know, open carts for a certain amount of time. Maybe there's a fiscal cycle that you have to work into and outside of that fiscal cycle, you're just stoking the relationship with education and content and value add. And then you get really kind of on the nose about asking for the money at certain times every year. It kind of depends on your business and, and the client, but you have to understand the funnel aspect of it. You got to know what a one click upsell is. You got to know what a, a bump offer is. If you don't know what a bump offer is, go to cmox.co slash book to grab my book. And then there's a bump offer there for a $97 masterclass to learn how to identify the right niche for your business. It's an incredibly valuable masterclass. I actually just recorded it yesterday. And um, it's, it's the information I wish I would have had. It would have saved me years uh, of frustration of working with clients that never could pay me the rates that I wanted. Um, and it would have simplified my prospecting. So I was in control of my pipeline and I wouldn't have had to go from $23,000 a month in business to $3,000 a month in business almost overnight. Right? I wouldn't have had to feel that I could have just 
you know, grown instead of grown and then hit rock bottom and then just tried to claw my way back out of that. So you got you have to know these different kind of components. You also have to know what it's like to be part of a team, which means no blame culture, which means ownership, right? People own outcomes. There's things that they're delivering every quarter. Like you should, you should understand what it's like to be part of a good team. Cause man, when a leader comes in, tries to lead a team and doesn't have real team experience, it's a disaster. So it's really helpful for you to understand how a team should work. The dynamics of a good team. And we teach this stuff inside the CMOX accelerator. So these are some of the skills that you need. You just, you need to get marketing. You need to get branding, but I'll tell you this. I, I'm not a branding expert. No way. No how. I'm not a website copy expert, like a content marketing expert. Mm-mm, nope. I hire people for that. But I have to be the person on the top as the fractional CMO that leads them. Our fractional CMOs can't be experts at every permutation of marketing. They have to be the leader and not the doer. The leader says, here's a problem. We need conversion rate optimization. I know enough to know that there's a couple tools out there like VWO and Optimizely and you know the Google experiment stuff. That's okay, like just to know those basics and then just say, let's go find an expert to go do the CRO work. Like you have to know when it's the right tool to use. Now we coach more about that inside the accelerator every single quarter when our team members, you know, our community members get together with me, we come up with a marketing strategy for their biggest client. And I share all of these different tools that are working right now and they get to kind of pick and choose what's right for their client and plan that into their next quarter. It's really fun. So you don't have to know everything about marketing. You kind of need to be a generalist. So if you find yourself as a generalist or what they call like a T-shaped marketer, which is, you know a lot about a lot of stuff, but you're really good at copywriting or funnel building or branding or content marketing, social media marketing, or whatever the, the thing is, then you have what it takes to be a fractional CMO, likely. You likely do. So that's it, right? You just have to have a broad enough experience to understand how the different types of marketing fit together. And then, you know, ultimately the most successful Fractional CMOs are in community with other fractional CMOs and sharing what's working and having a process to ensure that their clients are covering all their blind spots and growing by adding in new traffic sources and optimizing their current traffic sources and things like that. So if that's interesting, come book a call with my team. Go to cmox.co slash call. You can book a no pressure call. You can ask us a couple questions. We'll ask you a couple questions. And if things sound good, you move on to the next person and they'll ask you even more questions and you ask them even more questions. And if it sounds like a good mutual fit, we'll invite you in. We don't invite everybody in, I'll tell you that. More times than not, someone isn't qualified. But if you feel like you've got what it takes and you're hungry to grow your revenue, and maybe like Warren did just last week, he doubled his revenue. He's an agency owner working about 30 30 hours a week. He just doubled his revenue by working an extra 10 hours a week as a fractional CMO, meaning he makes three times the money as a fractional CMO, and he enjoys it more. He makes three times the rate as a fractional CMO than he did as an agency owner. And he's a full staff of folks offshore that was working for him. It's incredible the opportunity to be a fractional CMO. I've got a guy named Chuck who just closed his first client um, within about a month of, of being inside the accelerator. Really exciting for him, um, bringing in a big payday and being able to support his lifestyle and his family um, without ever leaving home. It's a really exciting thing to do. So if you're thinking about leaving a full-time gig or adding fractional CMO services, to your agency or just becoming a fractional CMO on the side, or maybe you're ready to go all in. We've got a guy in the group who has a, uh, a run rate um, where he can burn cash here for you know the next X number of months. 
and he's going all in on the fractional CMO thing, it's amazing to watch him go. He's building out a pipeline of business, and in no time, he'll start winning that business and stacking up recurring revenue from clients that he loves, that he wants to serve, um, uh, that pay him on time every single month with long-term contracts. It's a beautiful thing. So if that sounds like you, just book a call with our team, cmox.co forward slash call. Take care. Thank you for joining us for today's show. For more information and episodes, visit our site at fractionalcmoshow.com. Go ahead and punch that like and subscribe button on your favorite podcast app. It means a lot, at least to my mom. 